This week, we kick ass for the Lord as we discuss the 1992 cult classic, Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always is the stars and moon, my Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very well. I can't wait to talk about this movie. Oh, fuck me also. And again, Tim, our consummate third wheel and the Sumatran rat monkey of our podcast, <laughs> Candace. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? I like how I'm the third wheel. I can't just... Why can't I be the co-co-host? You're the co-co-host with the mo-mo-most. How about that? The co-co-host. We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow as we are joined (laughs) by Bobby Trippett from the Grind Bin Podcast. Bobby, how are you doing today? Oh, yes, bloody buddies. I am so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have the three of you chained up in my basement for this. (laughs) Just dosing our oatmeal, aren't you, buddy? At least he's Every chance I get. Yep, yep. So here we are in the next to ultimate episode of Augets, a month where we're celebrating all of the grossest, gloppiest, sloppiest, wettest, most custardy horror we can fucking find. And we're talking about 1992 cult classic Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive by Peter Jackson and... Bobby, you're the one who brought this to the show. Bobby, Sir. what is your story with <laughs> well, this? You know, with this. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time for my story. Yeah, but uh, but my story with this is, you know, I I, I caught wind that y'all were doing a uh, a practical effects month and all guts for all the all the ooey and gooey, and I was like, well, what's what's the best of that I can bring you guys? I want a movie uh, whose whole point is bloody bits, as it were. Oh yeah, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is one I saw a million times on VHS. I wore that tape out when I was a teenager after finding it at a used record store. Uh, I also thought it'd be fun to bring this in because uh, this movie got me uh, banned from a Halloween party. <laughs> so wow. you said this, and I, I have to know what happened. Well, uh, this will shock y'all, but uh, I was kind of, uh, my reputation preceded me as a, as a horror movie aficionado as a teenager. Oh, and that's uh, not good. <laughs> in hindsight that's not really the thing you want people knowing yep. first about you here's a guy who only watches horror movies yeah. hey, let's go out with him over. Yeah. but uh, you know some friends were throwing a Halloween party and they are like hey Bobby why don't you bring the movies I was like oh I got just the thing for you guys this one's fun it's like, it's like a comedy it's not scary it is a comedy exactly uh, and, yeah. and so I was like oh this would be a yeah. fun party movie right yeah, I would yeah. think so uh, I'd go to that party well, the mood changed. Strike the number two, on. Bobby. You're yeah. well known as the horror guy, and Candace says she would go to that party. So I know. <laughs> two strikes. <laughs> you see, if I'd if I'd known that information then, I would have I would have left it at home. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, you can just see the look on everybody's face at this Halloween party, uh, especially once we get to the end of this film. Oh. And uh, I don't know, uh, something told me they weren't having as good of a time as I was. <laughs> you know, it's weird when you're 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 trying to stay loose, you know, have a little drink or what have you, and uh, you're the only one laughing. Well, they need to get the stick out of their ass. And then well, they certainly. Can enjoy themselves. And, uh, I suppose they did that on their own time because the next year came along and uh, old Bobo <laughs> wasn't invited. <laughs> you had Cannibal Holocaust all ready and go. I was ready. I was so ready for it. I had a whole, I had a whole backpack full of Fulci. And uh, I was like, come on, guys. New York Ripper is going to be fun next year. Oh, but uh, but yeah, I I was never approached again to go to this oh. Halloween party. I was, I, I was spending Halloween watching my own tapes by myself. Eh, you know, you're the you're the better for it, right? You know Fuck what? Them. I I won. Fuck those guys. That's right. Who has a podcast? Not them. You do. That's true. You're the winner. You have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I showed all of you. It's true. It's true. So, uh, what about you, Candace? What is your history with Dead Alive? I had seen it once before. I don't know why I never watched it again because I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is a great fucking movie. During my, you know, journeys of exploring the history of horror and adding to my list of things I need to see. But th- but I found myself quoting it a lot. Like the, I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I said that a lot. <laughs> Despite having only seen this once. <laughs> wow. I mean, this well, that's a memorable fucking line, yeah. But I gotta say, oh. I'm so... So grateful that we got to watch this movie. And I watched it today because I always wait until the last minute. But <laughs> of course. I was in like, I had a rough week. I was in a bad mood. You know, just one of those funks that you just really can't get out of. I, I watch this movie and I come out and I'm like, this is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm so glad. And I gotta say, I think it's the best movie we've watched this month. Ooh, wow. wow. I gotta say that. I'm, I know. Wow. It shocked me to feel that way. I that's agree with Candace. It is. Whoa. I don't know how we're going to top this movie for the rest of this month. Well, that's it's not up to great. us because our yeah. last entry for this month is up to Shane and Terry. So, Tim. Oh, oh boy. I laid the gauntlet like down. <laughs> what is your history with Dead Alive? Uh, well, I think I've been saying this for like the last like three or four shows, but first time I've seen it. Oh, my oh, wow. God. Tim, do you know you didn't watch horror, did you? Uh, no, no, I did, but uh, I was always like, I was a one and done with most movies. There's very okay. few movies when I was like renting a lot of VHSs and DVDs that I'd watch over and over again. There was just like a handful. So I was always looking for something that was new, but I think when, by the time that this movie came into like my awareness, there was already either King Kong or one of the Lord of the Rings, and I'm just like, Peter Jackson, come on. <laughs> what the fuck is he going to do as a horror thing? What a bizarre career arc, yeah. I always associate Peter Jackson with the Frighteners, because yes. that's the Peter yes. Jackson movie I grew up watching. Yeah, oh, see, that would be another thing that would be a strike against it in my book, because I didn't like Michael J. Fox at the time, and it was a PG-13 what? movie, Why? right? You don't like people who are shaky? Was he on How shaky you... ground with you? No, <laughs> at that time he was uh, he was healthy, and let's hope he stays healthy, because he's a national treasure. Back to the How future is one of the best like movies How do you not like Michael ever. J. Fox? Yeah, what do you have what, against you him? Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> you uh, monster. No, just in certain movies, where it was like, he's good in comedy, I don't want to see him in a, uh, in a scary movie, because it's going to be comedy in it. Yeah, and scary movies, there's no business having comedy in a scary movie, yeah, Tim. That's a very good point. Uh, 
just, I don't know. I just pictured uh, Marty McFly dropped in like Nightmare on Elm Street. Just what the fuck's oh, going to wow. happen with that? To <laughs> <laughs> see Freddy going, this is Doc. So what if he, what if he falls asleep in the DeLorean when it's time traveling? Would that bring oh, Freddy to shit, the future? That's how, you, that's how you get Freddy all over time, right? Oh, oh God. Freddy in time. God, we need that movie. That's the only logical next step. Jason jumped to space, so Freddy's got to go through time. He was yeah. like, fuck you and your space. I break space and time. Eddie, let the Should record we, show. Uh... I did not make us start talking about Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Usually There's you just do. something that's about true. you, Bobby. You just bring him out wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Something about me makes people think about Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Give a real Krueger aura about you. So my history with this one is I, dude, it's one of my rented a long ass time ago because I was like, oh, here's a cool little like VHS cover that's got a skull in somebody's mouth. That's probably a good movie. Oh, great cover. Great <laughs> cover. Great cover. Yep. Brought it home. I watched it. And I remember it first because I was way too young to be watching this shit. I was like, okay, this is a what was this weird romance shit going on? It's kind of boring. This guy and his mush. mom, yeah, mush. And then we get to the last act, and I think I I just up until now have just started losing that initial erection for that fucking last act because God damn, is it? Good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I told you I put it on Twitter, but I'm gonna bring it up here in the podcast. My daughter, who is. <sighs> Real young. I'm not going to give her a specific age, but she's just starting school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's say, uh, we're really in the South, so she's, what, 14? <laughs> oh, no, she's starting, not leaving. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's oh! Marion age, yeah, but... <laughs> she, she came in, because when I had watched Hannibal Holocaust, I closed the bedroom oh, door. Yeah. I was like, do not come mm-hmm. in here. But dead alive, so you know I knew it wasn't So they were listening anything. with their ears up against the door when you said that, right? <laughs> I... I I know there's nothing, you know, there's not, like, anything really untoward in Dead Alive other than just the gore. So, yeah. you know, she came in, in the last 30 minutes, she came in to say huh. something to me, and she just sits down and starts watching it. And she was into it. <laughs> She's like, pause the movie, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I, like, paused it, she ran to the bathroom, she came back in, she's like, start the movie, start the movie. Hell <laughs> like, yeah. She loved it. <laughs> Doing a great job with that kid, by the way. <laughs> loves clean and loves horror. Mm-hmm. Future wife. <laughs> so, She's the wife that you want to clean up after you kill somebody, right? That's true. Details. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. She's paying a lot of attention to the viscera that's going on here. And by the way, Candace, I was going to bring this up to you. There's another video game you might want to check out called Viscera Cleanup Squad. That's basically your job is to go in after the first person shooter took place and you have to clean up all of the gore. No way. It's no, I've heard of that. I would like to play it, but I think it's only on Steam. Yeah. I know it's a job that pays probably incredibly well, but I did not know that there was a fucking game made out of it. It's something <laughs> yeah. they could use in New York. So I guess we can get into a little bit of the background of this. And Bobby, I know you usually are the guy to go to with the background <laughs> of the movies. So if you want to do it, I'll Oh, no, I'll, step I'll chime in where I can. I think uh, I'll defer to you for to, to steer this ship. Okay, so we've got, I mean, obviously, written and directed the, the big name behind it, the primary mover, the, the big guy, Peter Jackson. Uh, he's just coming off of bad taste. Great which, movie. Yeah. Great movie, yeah. Of his, 
of his storied career, he's only done Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles so far. Yes, yeah. I mean, and Meet the Feebles, again, another fun, a lot of puppet work. We'll get to puppets here in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, basically, we're coming off of that, and he just kind of gets a budget of about $3 million. I was going to ask how much the budget was, because the difference between Bad Taste and Dead Alive, budget-wise, is fucking huge. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, because Bad Taste was basically, it took him, I think it was like two years to film that. It was like two or three years, yeah, over the course of two or three years, and he was making the special effects in his mom's oven. Yeah, and it was basically like him and his friends on the weekends would go out and shoot, and and, you know, this was just kind of like an in-the-background thing. So, went on to do Meet the Feebles, and then came here to, to do this, and for the three million dollar budget, kind of sucks because it was a bomb. It it made nothing uh, <laughs> theatrically. Well, you know, it's understandable. I I, I don't think I'm uh, out of line saying this movie's not for everyone. No, oh, no. I was just gonna say, Bobby, this is a small niche audience that, unless you really know how to market it, you're not gonna make money showing this thing around until like twenty or thirty years later. I mean, to have to have done a uh, a grand guignol comedy, uh, yeah, that's speaking to a very small portion of the potential movie-going audience. Yeah, I don't know what the Australian uh, MPA situation is down there, but I don't know. New you Zealand. Could, what, what's well, yeah, New, New Zealand? Zealand sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Now we just slipped no down 18 spots. But <laughs> what kind of commercial trailer do you make for this movie that you could show on TV? Hmm back then because there's no internet you so you just had to make a trailer for tv or you just had to take a screenshot and fucking put an ad in the newspaper how do yeah. you sell this movie well they didn't sell it because it grossed yeah. about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> on a three million dollar budget so didn't didn't really do well but later on it picked up kind of a cult following of course um and, and again like Also, we've got, as far as, like, star power goes in this, a lot of really kind of no-name people, right? Yeah. But that's not to say they didn't put in their efforts, man, because... Oh, no, yeah. I mean, first of all, starring Timothy Balmy as Lionel. Uh, He was so good. (laughs) He was just, like, a TV actor. This is really his only step into horror, and... God damn, like for as outlandish and, and over the top as this movie is, you have to have a guy like this because mm-hmm. he really, to me, like the two notes I had on this were Bruce Campbell meets Buster Keaton. Yeah. I gotta yeah, say, definitely. this movie really took a lot of notes from two of my favorite movies of all time, that being Evil Dead 2 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Night of the Creeps. Yes. Like, huge. Definitely. You could tell that, I mean, I'm not a psychic here, but I bet Peter Jackson had seen those movies a few times. Because he, he took a lot of... I gotta say, I like this movie better than those. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I know. I mean, that would definitely ruffle some feathers, but I might be with you on that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, I, I we'll get to it, but, but as far as practical effects go and the way that they hold up comparatively, I might be on the same page as you. Then we've got... Diana Penlever as Paquita, the love interest, who is not really fleshed out very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just kind of wants her, her man. She will not be denied. Yeah, she has. Yeah. A, she has a goal, and she's going for it. 
Yeah, we don't get a lot of backstory on her or anything, but no. you know what? She she's also kind of independent and kind of like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do my thing, which hats off. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Is she though? She's following tarot card readings from her grandma. I don't know if she's really independent. Yeah, but like the the scene where she invites herself to a date to the zoo <laughs> is very. Well, I think good. she's just being typically smarter than a man, so she knows True. what she wants, and she's like, "All right, well, this is how I'm going to get it." Considering this is set in 1953, she's being uh, oh, characteristically right, yeah. forward. And how interested she is in a man. Yeah. See, that's why I thought it was Australia. I thought it was like taking place like now. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, look at that. They're like 30 <laughs> years behind. It's longer than 30 years, Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah, then we've got Elizabeth Moody who plays Mum Vera. Mom. And holy shit, what a performance from her, by the way. She was probably my favorite person in this entire movie. But she, uh, didn't she remind you of Juno from Beetlejuice? Yeah, very much so. She has her voice. Yeah, I get yeah, that. The way she talks was so entertaining. It's overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, then he would, like you said, kind of go on Peter Jackson to, to make the Frighteners. And it's so bizarre to go from this to the Frighteners. Frighteners was heavy CG. Yeah, and not it was. done particularly well either. It's not a yeah. great movie, but you know, I enjoy it. It's it's fun enough. It, yeah. it, you know, it has its moments. And we we kind of talked about this a little bit in the bonus episode about uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, but the Frighteners was going to potentially be one of the Tales from the Crypt trilogy hmm. movies. I'm trying to imagine an R-rated I can, Frighteners. I can kind of see it, honestly. Yep, it was going to be Demon Knight. Um Instead of Bordello of Blood, of course, from Dusk Till Dawn, and The Frighteners, which, what a different universe. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. (laughs) Uh, I will say, kind of glossed, but uh, in between those films, uh, he did a movie in 94 called Heavenly Creatures. They got him an Oscar nomination. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to mention that. Yeah. Because the woman who plays Mum, she is in Heavenly Creatures. And I just. She's also The Hobbit, I want to say. Yeah, Elizabeth Moody. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I just wanted to mention that Heavenly Creatures based on the true story of these two New Zealand girls who killed one of their moms because they were going to become separated. These are these two girls who had this really intense friendship and they couldn't stand not being together. And But one of them had like grew up and became a best-selling crime writer. Well, like mm. a mystery fiction writer that I read. And she's very good, I gotta say. Well, she's got the Perry. inside track. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wonder why she has so much insight into murder. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Wow. That's, that's a dope insane. movie if you guys haven't seen that, by the way. No, I have not seen it. No. That's cool. That's worth that's it worth star- tracking down. It stars Kate Winslet, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. Early Kate Winslet. That's I'll have mm-hmm. to check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, just one last note that I want to pop in here again. Bobby, you probably have the soundtrack. Uh, it's actually a pretty well scored soundtrack. He didn't say no. Like he didn't. That's true. <laughs> I, I'm honestly thinking if I do, I don't, I don't think I do. At this I mean, point, like, you have so out, many. Like, how many different versions of it do you have? I have it on yeah, vinyl. Yeah. I have, have it on Deer yeah. Records. Uh, which was composed by Peter Desant, uh, who also did, um, of course, uh, a lot of the work on Meet the Feebles and, like you said, Heavenly Creatures. So. 
you know, Peter Jackson's one of those guys, like, it seems like he keeps kind of a cadre of people around with him and, and then moves along to, to work on everything. But then why didn't he bring Timothy Baum to be like a shitty elf or something in one of the Lord of the Rings movies? He would have been so great. There was so another great. actor in here that was in Lord of the Rings. Oh, there's a few of them, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it is odd that you didn't see Timothy Baum show up in any of the later stuff. Yeah. Maybe he just he wasn't still, interested. Was he still doing stuff at that time, or is he just like, yeah, maybe retired? No, he Living kept all working. That sweet money that he made from this movie. Yeah, he mostly <laughs> just does like TV in New Zealand. Yeah, he does a lot of like New Zealand television stuff made for TV movies. Uh, he's on steady a, work. A few TV series, nothing trivial. The Almighty Johnsons. Um, you know, Got things your that Almighty run... Johnson wow. right here. Wow! Holy <laughs> shit! Wait a second. What kind of movie is that? That's a TV <laughs> series, Tim. Oh, well, right. you know, in uh, New Zealand, they get away with a lot more on TV than we do here in America. Do they? True. Have you been there? <laughs> Those dirty uh, TVs. No, but I know Europe, uh, there's like no problem with showing breast on TV. They don't really have Wait. a problem with nudity. They just don't show a lot of violence. Where and we all America, know that New Zealand and Europe yeah. are right next to each other. Mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. I'm just Famously talking about the world of outside of America, Candace. <laughs> Wedged right between Germany and Russia, New Zealand. <laughs> well, that's about all I got for the background stuff. Unless, Bobby, you got something you want to throw in, we can start breaking it all down. Uh, the only thing I'll add in is that, uh, you know, this, uh, I don't know if anyone's beaten it yet, but it was at one point uh, claiming to be the bloodiest movie of all time. Because uh, just, just for the big finale, they used 80 gallons of fake blood. Yep, so somebody <laughs> Wait, has topped maybe it. maybe Kill Bill. Nope. Somebody has topped it. It's really? not Evil Kill Dead. Bill. The remake. Evil Dead the remake. You're absolutely correct, Candace. That uh, makes sense. Fuck. It's literally, it literally raining blood at the end. Yeah, it's literally raining blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of cheated to beat it, but still, like... Cheated to beat it. That's what That's we've always said. That's what my old cheated man taught me. Cheated to beat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we can get started. It is and, kind of uh, cheating when you're saying going to bed early and then you just beat it, right? True, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if when you're done beating it, it's raining blood. Like, unless oh, you're no. listening to Slayer <laughs> while you're doing So, God, speaking of Slayer, man, we open in Skull Island. Well, actually, we don't. Shared universe. We don't quite open in Skull Island. We open with the New Zealand flag with the queen riding a horse. Um... So maybe we're getting like, I don't know, a little kind of like a critique of imperialism coming up here. I don't know if it, like that's intentional or if it's just like kind of part of the cultural zeitgeist. So why not throw it in there? But I, we I definitely like with a lot of our, especially with people who do these kinds of like horror comedy stuff. It's like it's probably intentional, but if you didn't catch it, that's OK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the question I always wonder about Paul Verhoeven. Like, is Paul Verhoeven really doing satire, or is Paul Verhoeven just, like, so entrenched in that culture that it becomes satire? You know yeah. what I mean? Is he in on it, or is he just a weird ass? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we open up in Skull Island. Like I said, shared universe. Tim, you, you must have been uh, quite, quite fond of this one uh, because of the King Kong I was King waiting Kong for somebody reference. to start throwing up a fucking, uh, some sign language, but... Stupid rat monkey, don't know what to do. 
Probably lost his hands too soon. That's how Kong actually <laughs> lost his family. Rat yep. monkey infestation. Probably. Wow. In fact, uh, a little bit of trivia for you guys. When Peter Jackson did King Kong, uh, one of his favorite movies of all time, when he did his version of King Kong, there is a reference to a Sumatran rat monkey in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a crate, they've got a labeled uh, Sumatran rat monkey. So, uh, so it is at least a shared universe with Peter Jackson's Kong. Yep, shared universe. So, so this isn't just the same name. This is that Skull Island. Yep, yep. And it must have been inhabited by the same natives uh, that they we get. We get your typical kind of like white people going to the island because they want to go abscond with this rat monkey. But they have paperwork, so it's okay, right? Yeah. Permit. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a permit. I like that they're like, yeah, permit, whatever. The they kind of look at it seriously for like half a second, too, before like they, they just rip it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh, this must have some power. Nah, we can rip it up. It doesn't do anything. Never mind. I have a machine gun. <laughs> Which, yeah, guy just starts trying to blow people away. And I'm like, wow, I thought we were done watching Cannibal Holocaust. I was just going to say, call back the Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I think yeah. he's just shooting over their heads because he's he point is. blank. And yeah, he's he not is. hitting anyone. Yeah. He's just trying yeah. to scare them off. And then we go from Cannibal Holocaust to uh, a, a little bit of, um, I don't Indiana know, the Jones. Knights. Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, Indiana Jones, because you've, you've got the chase scene. But then. Not after... Sumatra and Matt rat monkeys. I hate Sumatra and rat monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to be Sumatra and rat monkeys? <laughs> Yeah, and then we just have the uh, the Black Knight because we find out that the dude got bit all over, and we get a little Monty Python horror. Well, yeah. he's pretty good. Fuck that guy. He was gonna get some kind of fucking disease or infection because he's holding, yeah. the way he's holding that crate with the monkey in it. Who you know has at some point shit or piss in that fucking cage at least ten times by now, Absolutely. especially with everything going on. Either he's gonna get an earful of fucking monkey piss and monkey shit, or he's gonna get fucking bit. <laughs> What do you expect? She's that's how they had on fucking poles. <laughs> yeah, Earful of monkey shit was my favorite Butthole Surfers album, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've heard? I got that uh, on vinyl. Oh, uh, what's that uh, antibiotic that uh, everybody's taking? Like the South. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's yeah. For horses. Can't you know what? You An earful of monkey shit is going to cure you of coronavirus and make sure that no five G chips can ever be implanted in your head. Okay, yep. no shit. Listen to this. This is a true story that's happening in my life as we speak. My husband works for an exotic pet food shop. He makes the exotic pet food. And his the owner, his boss, actually uses uh, antibi- amoxicillin meant for fish aquariums. He uses that instead of going to the doctor. What the hell? Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hero. I think, uh, Candice, you might want to tell your husband he might be always ready to look for a new job. Oh, he the, is. That owner's <laughs> going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the joke that I saw that's fucking hilarious, and, and I think it was Matt that, that pointed Matt this Anderson. out Matt Anderson. Yep. It was great. Yeah. Is that these idiots are going... They're calling the people who get the vaccine sheep, and then they go to a farm mm-hmm. supply store and get ivermectin that's meant for livestock. <laughs> Jesus, that's scams. You just, you just really, you just, they just don't understand the word irony, do they? No, because no, you have I mean, to have so intelligence certainty. to comprehend irony. 
<laughs> no, I I get my vitamins. So I have a lot of irony. No, Eddie's got no. He just went into his garage where he keeps huh? live crickets. Yeah, I do That's keep true. live crickets in the garage. That's true. So. uh I love that. They, yeah, the monkey bit him on the arm, and they're like, oh, we got to cut your fucking arm yeah, off. They do so that. they do. You've got the bite. Yeah, they've got and, like some uh, weird word they keep shouting to, to, to call whatever the bite is. Uh, Shikaka. Shikaka, no, yeah. I don't, I don't know where the Shikaka. word was. Zazinga or something like that. But when I heard him say, you got the bite, because I was just watching Boogie Nights, I was like, you got the bite. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no more the, crickets? Uh, Waiting on it. No, go ahead, Bobby. Mm. Ah, the uh, but you know, speaking of the uh, the special effects though, the, these uh, these dismemberments are pretty brutal for the tag period. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when when we get the yeah the arm cut off and the blood mm-hmm. spatter and everything, like again, like I said, it it holds up. I think better than Evil Dead too. Oh, certainly. And at this point in the film, you, you know, unless you've already heard its reputation. Uh, you don't know how far this movie's gonna go, and so that really—that's jarring when you see someone's hand just get lopped off like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they—they're like, "Oh, he's also got one on his shoulder." The guy's like, "Ah, shit!" So, <laughs> so of course they gotta cut his arm off, right? It's and then a they're good like, "Didn't carry that cage waist level." <laughs> well, I mean, getting your dick cut off—we—we uh, we, again, we saw that in Cannibal Holocaust, right? But no. They just see he's got a bite on his head, and it's like, well, okay, he's kind of fucked. Monkey shit in his ear. Yep. Ear yep. <laughs> full of monkey shit. What else could you do? <laughs> so yeah, they just sell the monkey to the uh, to the zoo, and we cut to New Zealand, beautiful, picturesque New Zealand, where at a store, we first are introduced to Paquita. Who is approached by... Paquita Banana. No, not a banana. <laughs> Paquita is approached yeah, by Robert. Make, sure make a joke about like how she's cute as a banana or something like that. But <laughs> thank Candace, you beat me to the crickets. <laughs> Just jumped in there like a minion. I had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So she's approached first by the, the rugged and handsome... I think his name was Robert, right? The first guy that that uh, goes yeah, up oh, the football it. player or somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The douche. The douche. Robert exactly. LaDouche. Robert LaDouche. <laughs> yeah, he's a rugby player, Robert LaDouche. And uh, she's kind of, you know, a little, little flirtatious with him. He's making a, a little? She drops the jacket. She dro- Yeah, she takes her sweater off, so she's revealing her shoulders, and then Ooh. has one of the, like, shoulder things on her jacket fall down so you can see her bra strap and he like fixes it for her you know i'm like oh my god she she has breast the only else thing she could do would just bend over the counter and lift her dress up that's the only thing left to do at this point (laughs) pretty sexy you're right candace uh but that's why that's the most busy store in the whole fucking town she's presenting like a baboon in heat <laughs> but it's not working for Robert because he dips, and then she gets summoned to the back by her creepy grandma. Now, oh man, this is the chick out of Thinner, right? Or from Drag Me to Hell? Yes, that's oh. the note I had. Drag Me to Hell. Yep, yep. Where she's like, "All right, we're gonna do a tarot reading for you because it's your lunch break." 
I guess. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? Well, you don't do lunch break, Tara? No, no, I don't. But you know, I actually know this uh, deck of tarot cards. It's a quite famous one. It's uh, Magic the Gathering. No, it isn't. Oh. <laughs> it is the tarot deck that was created by Aleister Crowley. Wow. Okay. And you see he me died. making jack-off motions, because that's dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about I the Mothman for a minute, then, Candice. That Aleister Crowley, hey, a real Mothman's real, okay? Aleister yeah. Crowley was not. I mean, he was a real person, obviously, but... <laughs> okay, well, he's got something there. Okay. What? Oh, my God, I just had this idea. What if they made a deck of tarot cards with Pokemon? <laughs> the Pokemon tarot? Yeah. yeah. Squirtle is the Nine of Cups. <laughs> Whoa. Who would be death, then? I guess Mimikyu? Uh, what's That's the, true. Uh, Cubone? You could be oh, a gas. Yeah. I'm muting myself to fill up while you have this Pokemon. That's talk. fine. You're not muted, Pokemon. though. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cubone. Somehow your muting is louder. That's, yeah. <laughs> Cubone's probably the darkest of the Pokemon. I'm going to do like one of those YouTube top 10 most like darkest history background. There's, a, there's a lot of them, and they're always very funny. Yeah. Cubone's is terrible. He's wearing his mother's uh, skull. That's pretty fun. That's uh, dope. There's this one Pokemon the that looks like a balloon, and when you read its biography, it actually picks up children and carries them off into the sky. What the hell is happening? For real, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody we'll go got your fucking movie. mother's we'll skull? That's a Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Pokemon, go get help. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, go call 911. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Tim? You're right. We should definitely not be talking about mother issues when we're talking about the movie Dead Alive. Very good point. So, <laughs> Paquita's getting her tarot reading, and this is like one of my favorite scenes because she does like half of the tarot reading for her. Oh, you're going to meet a dude. There's going to be a romance. You'll know from the star and the moon symbol. And then she starts flipping over like oppression, death, debauchery. And Paquita's like, what's all this stuff? And she's like, no, nah, don't, don't worry about this stuff. That's she actually says over. that. Don't worry about she's it. She's like shuffling the cards back up. She's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. <laughs> you're good, you're that. good, you're good. Thanks a lot, Grandma. She's like the used car salesman of tarot reading <laughs> to her own granddaughter. Like, god damn. Yeah, she's not getting paid for it. It's not like she's not going to get paid money if she gets bad news. By the way, the grandpa's back there, like, eating fucking food and getting pissed off the whole time. I love that. Like, who cares about love? What about money? <laughs> I thought you put those cards away forever. Yeah. Why don't you go out there and just start charging people for the tarot? Because clearly you're good at it, right? We'll, well see. Here's my point. You know how good grandma is at reading the tarot card is? Look at her husband that she's married to. <laughs> yeah. There you he's, go. That's how good she is at reading tarot cards. Okay. Well, to be fair, though, Tim, let's look at... 90% of the men that we encounter in this town. Yes, that's true, but I'm just figuring, you know. But they're immigrants. Uh, if you claim to be psychic or uh, like a tarot card reader, something like that, and you end up with that guy for your husband, mm -hmm. I don't know. Might <laughs> well, be something you need to do for a living. He has his own grocery store that he runs. What have you got, Tim? Yeah, Tim. That's true. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I just, ha I just have like one third of a podcast. I mean, that's <laughs> not bad. That's something. But you don't know that dude might have like a sweet peen. That's true. That's he could true. be packing. Oh, he knows how to he rock. He could be, could be dynamite in bed. Oh, he's like the yeah. tennis staffs. 
<laughs> that guy claps ass for the Lord. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, and she asked, the, all right, cool. Well, somebody just walked in, so I'm going to go, you know, deal with another <laughs> delivery. And in walks our hero, Lionel. Man, like Big Lots David Tennant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that, but that's true. He's <laughs> he truly... kind of reminded me of the guy that was in, um, I want to say, 28 Days Later? Yeah. yeah Killian Murphy? Cillian Murphy? No, not Killian, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he he reminded that's me of... That's why we sounded so incredible. No, I'm sorry, in the second one. Oh, um, yeah, the guy Robert from... Robert Carlyle? Uh, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. from Full Monty. He reminded me of the dude from... Uh, shit, we're just... He just reminds us of everybody, apparently. The dude from District actors. 9. New, uh... I can't remember the actor's name. Oh. Yeah, he played Murdoch in the A-Team uh, reboot. The A-Team feature film. Damn. The hell is that noise? I got a yeah, woodpecker? Anybody want to get that? Yeah. That's not and me. And here he is. <laughs> <laughs> here we We're like a 70s game show. We're like, oh, someone hit the door. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Are, is someone keeping their mother in the basement? Mother. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop the women from banging on the pipes. Give me away. <laughs> yeah, Tim, we're, we're learning a lot about. It. So yeah, in, in walks Doctor Who could care, uh, <laughs> and he just kind of befuddledly slips her like a piece of paper. Like here's here's my mom's order, you know. And then while she completely fucking does not want to deal with his shit, he goes over to reach and grab, I guess, like a jerky strip-sized piece of licorice. Yeah, something, something that's pliable. Which, uh, yep. funny, funny, funny little tidbit there, you know, because, you know, when she was getting the tarot reading, she got the Black Knight card, mm-hmm. which is about some, some stranger she's going to meet. And she was upset that it wasn't the guy she's crushing on. Well, uh, you know what, Bobby? Here's a good yeah. That reminds me because she said, "Oh, that doesn't look like him." And I'm like, "Wait a second. How accurate do you think these tarot cards are supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. she's going to flip it over. It's going to look exactly like the person that you want it to be, or who it's going to be. That's like a police sketch artist at best. That's why I'm saying at she best. should go pro because her cards look like the people. <laughs> but uh, but I bring this up because the the brand of the licorice that he's fumbling with is Black Knight. Mm. Oh, oh, good eye. Okay. Shit, somebody's got it on fucking Blu-ray. Look at you. You see, <laughs> while no one was talking to me at the Halloween party, I was I was watching every detail. <laughs> you were the only one at that party that was prepared for tonight. Hats off <laughs> to true. you, sir. Thank you. So he, he stumbles over it and, and knocks over a bunch of pens and licorice, and lo and behold, we see a symbol of a star in the moon, just like That's... Grandma predicted. God, don't we all wish that we could get signs like that in our life? It's not really up for interpretation. That is in your face. Like, you bump a desk and now the Zodiac symbol's looking up at you? <laughs> yeah. Shit, I knew I was the killer. <laughs> Fuck. Don't, don't look at that. You're just, like, shifting it aside. Like, no, don't worry about that. That's, that's got nothing to do with where your brother went. Anyhow. <laughs> so now she locks in on this. She's like, all right, cool. Well, you're definitely the one, so I'm going to uh, go have sex with you in the middle of the store or whatever. Because she just starts zombie walking toward him. And this, the, when I say Buster Keaton, this is the first instance of this dude's, like, physical comedy. And and it's no small task because he walks backward 
mm-hmm. damn near into a fucking bus yep. and then hops onto it. That was amazing. He yoinks himself onto the bus. I'm yeah. sorry. He hop onto it. He like just he just reaches out, grabs a fucking pole, and just gets yanked right onto the fucking uh, yeah. streetcar. He's like Fred so, Astaire and singing in the rain. He really so you know he's going to be good in bed because he's well coordinated. Yeah, he knows how to well, handle the pole. At least if a bus pole. comes through. <laughs> uh, there's only Did one. Did anybody else notice that the trolley that that's what he hopped on was a trolley? The trolley says amber tips at the top. I kept thinking it said amber tits. Hmm. <laughs> you know what's on your mind, Candace? Okay. Yeah, I gotta go on Twitter real quick and see how many people named Amber you're following. <laughs> a- amber was actually my name before I was adopted. Oh, really? I was almost an Amber. Yep. Wow. And that's that where makes... they got the alert. I was just gonna say, <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. That'd be kind of freaky right now. <laughs> you're you're the Amber? <laughs> True, I didn't think about that. Oh shit! I didn't know I was talking to a celebrity today. Oh my god! Oh, you just almost made me fucking choke. Oh, you Amber. We, we found her. We found her. Oh my god! What's the reward? We're gonna win like a Peabody or something. Hey, you know what, Candace? Tell your husband next time he gets an erection, he should call it an Amber Alert. <laughs> That's a mood setter. <laughs> well, it's, like, not... oh, it's another one of these nights. It could be worse. It could be a code Adam, right? <laughs> Anyhow, so we <laughs> go seriously, back. Folks. But seriously, folks. So we go home. And home is where his mother is throwing a fit because she saw a beetle run under the refrigerator. Yes, I like her move. Oh, she's so funny. This place is infested with vermin. She puts she's like she puts these H's into the middle of words that don't belong there. She's kind like, of man. got like a Mama Fratelli delivery going she on. Does. Oh, that's true. That that energy, you know what I mean? Like Tim, what what did you think about her performance? I mean, did you uh, get scared or? I'm just wondering why she has a fucking knife in her hand. What the fuck is she going to do with the knife? And she doesn't drop the knife, knife for like the next 10 minutes, too. No, she's emoting with that knife. She's pointing at everything with that knife. She's fucking quite She's scraping dust off the fucking uh, rail guard with the knife. Well, yeah, because we, we find out that she's about to be elected treasurer of the Who Could Give a Shit Club. The Women's yeah. Welfare League. W-L-W-L. The Women's Welfare League. <laughs> And upon knowing this, now this house is a filthy fucking mess. And by the way, this house, you could fit four houses in this fucking house. Oh, this is like huge. the fucking Winchester house a little bit from the outside, doesn't it? Yeah, it's one of those giant old Victorian homes with the cathedral ceilings and the giant staircase. Yeah, it's on the top stained of the hill, glass. too. Every, it's a top house in the whole fucking town. It's a nice yeah. place. Definitely yeah. haunted. And it does not appear to be dirty, like, at no. all. She is just freaking out. And so she, she just kinda... fucking polished a silver last week. That place is not dirty. Yeah. And she's like, and look outside. The, the lawn's all fucked up. Why don't you go mow the lawn? And I'm like, hey, Candace. I was like, what? This is... I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Practice I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, just out That's of nowhere. That's a bonus level. Yeah, the, this dude's how. Oh God! So it's like the um, what is it? The Dead by Daylight game. You get the expansion packs. 
<laughs> you unlock so you, the uh, the dead alive bonus. You get the dead alive oh, bonus shit. lawn. Oh, you can like mow the lawns outside like infamous houses, right? Yeah. Or you could also <laughs> yeah, do something all, else all they these do with the lawnmower. Go mow OJ's lawn. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> oh shit! Wait a second. There's something stuck in the blades. Oh wait, it's a glove. Yeah, <laughs> the like thousand dollar thing that you have to get from a random number generator kind of goshapon thing is you you end up getting the hedge maze from The Shining. Oh wow! Oh god! Yeah, oh, yeah that's shit. you could sell that on eBay for twenty thousand dollars. I read. Can't believe nobody made a Pac-Man level from the uh, hedge maze. Uh, they well, may, might have. I, I could see I'm that. A, a little old Jack Nicholson going. It's like bottles of Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, oh God. He's just getting fucking trashed. He ends up freezing to death. Yeah. So now Paquita shows up, though, to make the delivery, Power which is weird. <laughs> because normally her brother shows up to make this delivery. I wonder why mm -hmm. she showed up. Yeah. Is she thirsty? Is she a thirsty mm -hmm. bitch? <laughs> and then this is the, what I was talking about, this great move, where she, like, feigns that she can't really speak the language very well, and she's trying to talk about going to the zoo. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cute scene. <laughs> it's a good, it's, yeah, it works, it it's works. It's a good move, right? Come on. And... Because he's, he's like, clearly oh. a shy person, right? Right, and so he's like, "What? So what? You so do you, do you want to go to this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I do. Let's go." <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> but gotcha. Then... Hey, look, she believes in her grandmother. So as far as she's concerned, this is destiny, right? So she's just gonna get that shit in gear and let's get it going. I mean, so but if it's destiny, destiny. kicking the ass. She's a go-getter. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You got to jumpstart destiny every once in a while. And she does, but mom sees this because she's, Not you know, having it. the worst and she's uh -huh. peeping out the window and then she just busts a vase, tells him to, and he hears it and she's screaming. He's like, ah, I got to go. And then she just guilts him about his dead father. Well, because, because the vase that was broken was the last gift that his father gave to her. I bet it wasn't. Before he died. Yeah. Uh, regardless of whatever it is, we're gonna find. We we know she fucking broke it, and we're gonna get the big reveal later on. No oh spoilers, yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that where she's gonna try to guilt him over by knocking it over and like, oh, the last thing I have from your father, you know, this that, and guilt him into staying with her. Because is it like just it's another woman coming into the picture, or it's because it's that woman coming into the picture? Could probably I, I both. Think I think it's just because it's a woman coming into the picture. I don't know. She seems like she's not a big fan of foreign types. Yeah, yeah. and the league of uh, fucking concerned women that she wants to join. I don't know oh, how yeah. that's going to play, right? Yeah. Weirdly enough, there might be some prejudice toward the Romani. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, I don't know, though, because when they have the, uh, the dinner scene, the guy seems like he is, like, really cool and accepting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah... It was a gift from the dead father, but uh, nah, whatever. We're going to go off to the zoo anyway. Now, the zoo scene. Some great pieces. So we have a little foreshadowing first, which is him staring into the water. He sees a hand coming out. I want to I step back just okay. for, to the previous scene because the way it ends was such a great shot. Because okay. you see 
uh, Lionel coming out and he's grabbing the lawnmower and he starts it up and he pushes it forward mm. over the top of the uh, camera so you just mm. see the blades mm. spinning mm. and it holds there for a second. I was True. like, that's nice. That's a good shot. Well, when you've seen the movie before, totally. Yeah, the, the <laughs> foreshadowing, very good. Uh, well, I never saw the movie before and I, I thought that was a good shot too. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. And, and did you feel like, you know, oh, this is going to come into play later? It's uh, Chekhov's lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Lawnmower. I was, when I saw that, I was just like, wait, hold on a second. I played a game that was like this. What the fuck? It's called Lawnmower Simulator. No, it's called uh, No <laughs> More Dead Heroes. Rising. Dead, Dead Rising. Yeah, <laughs> Dead Razor. I, was, I have that note, Tim, in the third act, Dead Rising, you hack. So. <laughs> hack and slash. Yeah, imagine that game ripping off shit that came before. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> the game uh, is set with zombies in a mall. Hmm. Fucking love that game, though. Damn. Anyhow, so they're at the zoo. He stares off into the water, and he sees a hand. And then, okay, first date, maybe let's not talk about how you almost drowned. Your dad dove in to save you, and then a freak wave washed over him and, and brought him out seaward. Yeah, well, it's this is why he's living with his mom. First date. But uh, I will say this. I, I once tried to throw a first date by just unloading too much of the baggage. Ooh. You, you oh, tried shit. to it get didn't out of it? Wait, you know why you just said that? Because it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't at all. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm just going to like overshare all the fucking, all the, all the darkest shit that I have in my history uh, while we're sitting here at a revolving sushi bar. And uh, I don't know. It felt like the kindest move for me. It was just like, what if I just present myself as uh, undateable? Mm-hmm. Damaged goods. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna let her go. Yeah, I don't know about this one, but it didn't work. She was just like, "Oh, he's opening up to me." It <laughs> off so well. Oh, he's a fixer-upper. Oh, I, I can, can save him. him. <laughs> and so I thought I was making myself seem horrific, and then I get a text at the end, you know, as after we've driven home, being like, "You know, if you wanted to kiss me, you could have." I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Yeesh. But speaking of dates and couples, mm-hmm. these these two are such a cute couple. Like they, the way they, they do interact with each, each other. other very well. I mean, I'll say this: like they definitely ham it up with the with the music, but they mm-hmm. do have a pretty good chemistry on screen. They do, yeah. And the uh, the dress she's wearing, God, I love it. Those nineteen fifties dresses yeah. with like the halter tops and the cinched waist and the flared skirts. They're they're gorgeous. Flatter mm. every figure. Love them. Yeah. No, her entire... I'm, right like, just, I'm just thinking about Zelda movie <laughs> yeah. scene dressed up like that right now. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Zelda. Yeah, we'll get into it later in the movie, but I was like, Tim, how you like that ass? <laughs> <laughs> I have that note written down. <laughs> so, yeah, they're having a fun time about it, and uh, they're off to the monkeys to go sneak a kiss. And right From about- the monkeys. Tim, you think the monkeys are going to get horny? If you start making out in front of the monkeys, you're going to get them horny, and at the very best, you can hope that they're only going to be throwing their shit at you. God, I hate monkeys. That's uh, that's one to grow on from Tim Yovo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are gross, disease-ridden little creatures. Ugh. So then we cut to the Sumatran rat monkey, and it's this beautiful... Straight off the set of uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. And I was like, gee, Eddie, animals die in horrible ways. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a beautiful piece of claymation. 
It really is. It's great. It's like something out of a green jelly video. Oh, so by the way, have you followed Green Jelly? You know, they had a new album that came out very recently. You know, that slipped past me somehow. Weird <laughs> Al's on it. That Green Jelly whoa, had a new whoa. album. Yeah. How is it? it? Uh, it's a Green Jelly album in the year 2021. That's about all, all right. I can say. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, mon the Sumatran rat monkey gets introduced yeah. by punching the shit out of this other monkey in the face so it can take the apple well, core. Yeah, yeah it, he fucked that monkey shit up, right? Yeah, and then it drags <laughs> the monkey over by its tail and rips its fucking tail off. Amazing. Ripped its arm off. Oh, it was arm. It was arm. Was it? I don't know. It was some monkey And I was like, thanks, appendage. Eddie. Another show where I have to watch animals being, you know, mutilated. Yeah, but this one, this one, at least it's, sure it's not real. At least yeah. this one's I mean, not real. Thank God. You're watching a particularly you're watching a clay fighter fatality. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, this is some N64 is, shit. Is this the first day the fucking monkey's been there? Because how long has this been going on? For like a week? Two weeks? Oh, it's gotta weeks? be. You, you know the rules, Yobo. It's like when you show up in the cage, you gotta go up to the biggest other monkey. <laughs> <laughs> stick your finger in his ass and rip his arm ass. off. <laughs> and guess what? You'll be taken underneath his wing, and you'll have all the fucking commissary that you can never use. All the bananas <laughs> you can eat, Tim. But it Mom. doesn't work out too well, because we find out that Mom has been uh, spying. Lurking. She's, she's been lurking. She's been a, a real prowler on the set. <laughs> Nothing illegal about it. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Ain't thank no you for law. bringing that up again. <laughs> I don't know about what state you live in, but you know, no, no, not illegal you in the zoo. The That's not a bad thing all the time, right? Yeah, especially where there's a bunch of children, like the zoo. It's usually pretty cool, right? Yeah, just 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 another right. stud on you the got, prowl at the there. zoo. Just prowling children at the zoo. Uh, so, <laughs> uh oh, mom tries to to sneak around. And unfortunately, she gets pulled over by the rat monkey, and she gets bit and freaks the fuck out. Starts screaming, and that immediately, of course, informs our hero, because he has heard his mom scream a number of times. Mm -hmm. She also stomps on the monkey on the rat monkey's head. Oh, I love that part. With okay. the heel. I have written down, is this the first Smash video ever? Ew. Ew. God, Tim. God. Good lord. I mean, we all have our fetishes, guys. As long as it's not animals that you're crushing. If it's like a dude's balls, that's fine. Not, not animals, though. I also need to point out the origin story of the Sumatran rat monkeys. That yeah. The zookeeper yeah. tells them. Wow. Yeah, this is a story. Please, Candace. He said that uh, the rats came in on the slave ships. <laughs> The rats came in on the slave ships to Sumatra, and when they came into the island, there were these giant rats, and they raped all the monkeys that lived in the trees, and that's when the sorry. Sumatra rat monkeys came I'm sorry, they did right, what? So, <laughs> they yeah. raped all the monkeys. How big are these rats, or how small are these fucking monkeys? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did the rats, like, gang up together and use their intelligence? But then the monkeys, I think, are smarter than rats, right? Yeah, I think it was a brute force. I think it's a real beginning of nail gun massacre 
scenario where they just found one <laughs> monkey. Oh, oh man! No, no, no. Uh, by the way, I want to mention yeah. real quick. Uh, did anyone catch uh, who was taking a photograph of of Vera of Mother? Uh, no, Menzi? please. That's a cameo by Forrest J. Ackerman, uh, the editor of Famous with the Term Sci-Fi. I thought the oh, that name sounded familiar. Huh. Well, I thought it was cool. No, I didn't. I didn't catch that <laughs> one, buddy. No. You, you got something <laughs> yeah, I did. It's a really strange. It's a really strange cameo. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, and I love it. So now, effectively, so mom's been bitten, right? The whatever the virus is, we're going to find out. It's been transmitted to her. She stomps the monkey out. Now she is effectively patient zero, right? Because she's just, and, yeah. and it's such a cool move to have her just destroy the rat monkey. Because <laughs> it says so much about her character. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking well, great. Fucker bit me. Yeah. 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 And in an incident with a, with a zoo animal, she'd just kill it. Yeah. Like, fuck him. And then I love that, like, everybody rushes up to her to try to, like, care for her. And Paquita's like, hey, you need some help? And she just fucking shoves her, just stiff arms her ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. She's like, I, I got to go home. Come on, Lionel, let's go home. And Lionel just bitches out. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, I guess our date's over. See ya. Goodbye. Peace out. But he leaves his jacket. He leaves his jacket like Cinderella's glass slipper. He leaves his jacket. Well, we cut home. And mom's being, you know, bandaged up by the, uh, the local nurse that you would call to come to your house. When they, remember when like doctors would make house calls and shit, Tim? You're probably familiar with that. Some still do. Uh, actually, I am old enough. I've never had it happen to me, but I I do remember like being a thing where it wasn't something like the completely outrageous. Yeah, if you live in a rural area. They do still. Was it really disturbing, Tim, when they would come with those masks on that had the big long noses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of doctors you went to, but not me. <laughs> so no, doctor comes over, bandages mom up. He's like, all right, she, she's probably going to be okay. We'll just, you know, keep keep an eye on her. And mom is just loving it, right? She's like, okay, well, you know, Lionel, this is your fault. You probably never should have been out on that date where I was spying on you because you were <laughs> with, and I quote, an experienced woman. <laughs> And I'm like, how how do you know? What has she experienced in, like, groceries? She can smell it on her. Mm-hmm. So now we get to that night. We tuck mom in. He apologizes <laughs> and says he'll never see that that harlot again. And I'm like, oh, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Yeah. That whore. <laughs> really? <laughs> you're going to... Get, for your mom. <laughs> well, whatever. So that night, though... Somebody comes a, a rapping at his window. And it's not the late, lovely Lenore. No, no. It's Paquita, who's screaming at the top of her lungs. She's throwing bananas <laughs> at the window. Right. Is that where you wrote <laughs> it in, Tim? great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you put the fucking image into my head, so. It's a real Donkey Kong situation. This movie's got, got layers. There's a person named Paquita. They see monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. They're on Skull Island. I mean, come on. 
so now she's down there. She's like, look, you forgot your jacket. I just came over. I brought your jacket. And he's like, ah, you need to leave because mom's going to see you. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Get up here and fuck me and shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> you said that way too convincingly. <laughs> oh, I've been here before. Don't worry. That came out so natural. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like honey off the tip of the tongue. Don't Don't even worry about it. And she does. She climbs up the side of his house, yep. which hats off to her, man. She really mm-hmm. wants some dick. And heels. You know she's wearing uh, heels. I'm just thinking, for, for real, you're that guy and a woman is climbing up the fucking side of your house to get into your room. You're like, jackpot, right? I just have to shut up and don't blow it. Pretty much. Yeah. Tim, yeah. imagine. She's the... got to blow it. Okay, Tim, imagine the female equivalent <laughs> of that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Would you climb up that ladder to get to her? If I believed in tarot cards, and my grandmother, who I believe is a tarot card reader, and she said that that was my destiny, I might be fooled into climbing up a ladder, yeah. Candace, have you ever gone that far for a guy? I've done some really stupid uh, shit for guys, so... You ever found yourself on a trellis? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Halfway up, you're yeah. like, wait a second, I don't know if I can make it all the way up there, but I can't go back down. <laughs> Not that specifically. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, you know, what if, again, the argument is what if it's love, right? What are you going to do? It's destiny. Yeah. So she climbs up there and the whole, we get this weird scene and I love it, but it's very weird. It's a juxtaposition between what I have to assume is them fucking. Yeah. I was like, did they get some? <laughs> And I mom, think everybody's getting some. And mom writhing in pain. Mm-hmm. And the way that, it, that it's cut, I think he might bust right when mom's arm busts Ew. and spurts on the photo of dad on the wall. Uh-huh. Now, oh, man. It looks like, yeah, they're playing off each other. Pardon the pun. Don't you hate it when you accidentally bust on your father's picture? When you and your mom both bust at the that's same you, time. That's why you turn that shit around, or you just don't have a picture of your father because you don't know who he and where he is. It's hanging, his portrait's hanging up on your wall like Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, only say, wait a second. That's not my father? That's Lenin? Yeah. Well, at least I don't have to worry about going bald. Yeah. <laughs> then the next day, we, we, we cut back to uh, checking in on mom. And she is not doing well. And I guess, I don't know, I guess Paquita like snuck out or something. Yeah, probably. He was probably like, get out of here before she wakes up. Did he make her climb back down the fucking <laughs> Probably. Yeah, he did. Oh. It's like mall rats. <laughs> She's, I mean, there's the walk of shame and then there's whatever that is. And that's worse. God it's damn. Like, what, the third season of The Wire where uh, Pablo Schreiber is banging his girlfriend. And he wakes her up. He's like, all right, you got to get out of here. My mom's upstairs making breakfast. And she's like, I can't go upstairs. We have a kid together. And he's like, just go out the back door. It's easier. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's about where we're at here. So we check in on mom, and she is not fucking feeling too well. <laughs> and while this is going on, we're flipping back to the tarot cards, right? We're seeing all the bad stuff and ending up at the death card, which you know that's the worst thing, right? But that's the card that always ends it, right? Of Sooner course. Or later. Yeah, it's like the, the ace of spades of the, of the 
tarot deck. It's I mean, if you're going for effect, no one's getting the no one's getting the oppression card tattooed. You get the death card. Is there an oppression card? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Already planning the tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm gonna get the debauch tattoo. That's the one that's more suitable for me. Uh, So. Yeah, I'm going. Hi, I'm 53 years old. I'm a white guy. I want to get a tattoo that says oppression on it. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean up my ass? Yeah. <laughs> so you can do tattoos. Can you do that? <laughs> Hold on a second. You know, but it is it? a good spot because that way I can only show it off when I want to. So I've heard of a full <laughs> sleeve, but is that a full sheath? Like what? What are we? <laughs> right up your oh. ass. Man, so, everyone's doing prolapse tattoos in 2022. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> you gotta take got, it out, tattoo it, and tuck it back in. I got mine to look like a baby's arm. Uh, then the baby's <laughs> arm has a little sailor tattoo on it, like an anchor, like Popeye. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah it's real creative. Uh, so, no, <laughs> the hemorrhoids make it look like he ate his spinach. So, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> hey, look. Okay, we're doing dead alive. It's gonna get gross, yeah. especially because we're coming up on one of the scenes that most people would say is the grossest scene in the movie. And oh, oh it yeah. is. It is. Uh, okay, so the Women's <sighs> League of Women's Leagues shows up. Right, the, yeah, the WNBA is here. Uh, yeah, the WNBA is here. They're, they've the ball's a little smaller, and it's a bunch of different colors, but they have really good fundamentals. And he tells his mom, and zombie mom busts out of bed, like just jumps the fuck up. She's like, "I got it. Okay, we're, we're getting this shit yeah. done." She's like James nah. Brown after the cape. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh God, she goes. She jumps back. She's got to kiss herself. And starts putting herself together in the mirror, but unfortunately, little, little haphazardly though, her fucking cheek falls off. Now, Candace, like, no, she slices it off. Yeah. Now, I don't do makeup. Uh, uh-huh. has, has this happened to you? Is this a is this a clear and present danger when doing makeup? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially if you've been uh, maybe you caught a little something from your escapades. Yeah. Maybe true. something Fuck. got in the skin. What'd you get? Leprosy. You fell yeah, down the maybe, trellis a little fast. Yeah. Maybe you got some cabin fever. Oh, oh no. yeah. Oof. <laughs> and Ryder Strong's covered over. Oh, that's, <laughs> movie. that's a that's a juicy one too, by the way. That's true. So her cheek meat is hanging off, and I yeah, I love gonna... his. He's like, you sure you don't want me to tell him to like leave? It's really an incredible fucking effect, right? It looks it seamless. Is. Yeah. Because then he, he's like, all right, I guess we'll get the glue. And he gets like this shitty thing of Ugh. rubber cement. <laughs> it has glue all encrusted all over it, too. Yeah, That's going to get infected. It looks like something that would have been in a middle school like shop class. And her reactions, her reaction's pretty funny, too, because she's rushing around trying to get ready. And he's like, you are not fit to be hosting anything today. And she's like, but you don't understand. You know, then she yeah. she tries to put on makeup and her cheek flops off and she goes, oh. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> she just stops dead in her oh. tracks like, oh, you might be right. So so I do love those. She's still trying to get her shit put together while he's trying to glue her cheek back up. 
And he's like, stop, just hold still real quick or I'm going to paste it back on crooked. And then you're going to look ridiculous. <laughs> I'm surprised it works. Yeah. I was just thinking about him peeling off the part of the skin that's still attached to it. Like when you get a sunburn and the skin peels and you pull uh, it back too much. Mm, yeah. Ugh, you hit the pink yeah. flush. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. 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 God damn, my balls just went up. What? Huh? <laughs> Tim you know when a... you get scared and your balls are trapped inside your body? Tim, Tim got a real bad sunburn on his, on his balls. Uh, look, <laughs> uh, look, at my age, my balls went up there. At least they're up to my knees now. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> when true. you say up there, you mean like mid thigh. <laughs> yeah. 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 At this age, at least they cool off when you sit on the toilet, right? <laughs> Constantly think of stuff like that so I don't trip over them. Yeah. Hey, Tim. <laughs> You you accidentally peeled your skin a little too deep. <laughs> oh, there went his balls. So <laughs> we we uh, we cut downstairs, and these two, the 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 busybody two from the women's ladies welfare league, whatever, mm-hmm. they're here for a meal. Now the lady, she seems kind of normalish. Why is the dude there? I have no idea why the dude's there. He's the and- president. Yeah, the the president of the women's league is a guy. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, what the fuck? Shocker. Yeah, I think that's the gag. That makes so much sense. And so they sit down and they they start having themselves a lovely meal, right? They got they have a nice little steak, nice little yeah. peas, some mashed potatoes. Some, beans. some, some beans. people pay top dollar for a meal like this. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, those beans are touching too much of the shit on the It got plate. me thinking, like though, who cooked that? Well, Lionel did. Yeah. Of course he's ah. cooking, Candace. Come on, you think that mom is fucking cooking? No that way. mom ain't doing shit. And we'll see later at the party, Lionel, like, that's his lot in life, right? <laughs> he put all those toothpicks yep. into all those little cubes of cheese, and motherfuckers just grabbing it by the handful. First of all, like, thinking... What, what, when we get there, it's like, you're going to hurt your fucking hand grabbing yeah, toothpicks we'll, like that. We'll get there. They're too drunk. And so they're just having the meal. And I love that the, the mom is just like, oh, they're talking to her. And she just starts like repeating whatever they say over and over. Annual meeting. Annual meeting. <laughs> annual meeting. Like her brain is just deteriorating. <laughs> yeah. She might be dying here soon. She sounds special. And then I love that she reaches over and just grabs the meat <laughs> off the plate and just rams it in her mouth. And Lionel's like, oh, here, have a little extra of my beans then. And don't pay attention to mom. She's, you know, she's having a day. They're finally about to leave, right? They're like, okay, well, this went well enough, I suppose. We're going to leave. And the guy, the guy who, by the way, was saying that what our country needs is to start another war. Yes, I like it. I like this guy's <laughs> attitude, right? Yeah. <laughs> this, guy, this guy knows what's up. This guy's got it he together. He does good for business. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we just got out of one of those in Afghanistan. We'll talk about that never. But he can't Look, leave. He, he wants his pudding, right? Mm-hmm. How can you he have wants his custard. your meat if you don't have pudding? any pudding? That's right. And the pudding scene, the custard scene, of course. He also Lionel... gives it, he gets a good jab at his wife, too. He's like, I haven't had a good custard well, in years since I'm married oh, to her. Oh, shit. I was like, damn. I... She's got a fucking dry pussy. No. Nope, that's God. not what I was thinking, but okay. No, that's, the uncut custard version, that's his next line. 
Candace's <laughs> famous joke is about a cream pie, so I just made the dot connect. <laughs> so I will contend that I think that the reason most people find this scene as gross as they do is 100% the Foley work and the sound. Mm-hmm. When the custard and turns just the custard. idea. Yeah, and here's custard. <laughs> and here's an example of that for you, the listener. Only custard, I'm afraid. Custard? I haven't had a good custard in years. Gina bites the stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Damn, I've made that oh, sound man, before. Down on my fucking pants. In bed, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> and we're all done. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. But no, so while he's eating the custard, the mom is like fidgeting with her arm. Pustard. Wound. Call it the pustard for the now. The pustard, <laughs> Tim. Yeah, that's true. You got it, buddy. You nailed the portmanteau of the week. Last week I had it with shishka broad. This week you have it with pustard. Uh, no, shishka broad wins. I'm sorry, that's it. Because all those times I see those fucking week. T-shirts in the East Village yeah. back in the fucking eight, eight, late '80s and '90s. Oh my god, shishka, shishka babe, shishka broad, Tim. Oh, shishka babe. Okay, well that could be on the back of the shirt. <laughs> no, okay. And so yeah, we have this week, but pustard's last stand. <laughs> Tim's favorite Atari 2600 game. <laughs> I swear to God, they were playing that on the fucking video TV out in Times Square. Uh, I oh, believe Puster, you. Puster's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she just like spooges some pink shit out of her wrist, arm, into the fat guy's custard. Yeah, she's Spider Man's. She's Spider Man's, mm-hmm. yep. And uh, he's down, he eats it. Like, then, oh, a strawberry custard. Yeah. Then they leave. They're like, oh, I was good. And and by the way, at this point, the, the woman that's with him, she's repulsed, but not as repulsed as, as she is. As was a teenage Halloween party. Well, wait, oh. hold on a second. Are you missing something <laughs> well, we'll about somebody's ear? We'll get to the next part, yeah. So, Bobby, okay. this, this was the scene where you're laughing and everybody's, like, gasping. Yep. And everyone's just sort of side-eyed. <laughs> like, the two people who made it this far? <laughs> This is this is when I'm offering chips around and there's no takers. That's when you say ears to you. Yeah. Uh, Salsa, where were you when I needed you? Could have had a real romance to you. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as you said, though, Tim, then mom's ear just falls off and into the pudding. <laughs> just bloop, bloop, and she scoops it out with her spoon and. Picks it up and starts gristly yep. gnawing on it. And I didn't uh-huh. cut that sound clip because that one's extra. <laughs> That's a bridge gross. too far. Yeah. <laughs> we we have our limits here. Yeah. I mean This movie is disgusting. Don't don't get it twisted, dear listener. That's <laughs> like and it's, it's still is the grossest part. I mean, just imagine we've all had like chest colds when you start coughing up the oh, phlegm yeah. and you get that lung taste, you know? And your ear falls so off. That's, your yep, ear yep. falls off. Oh no! When you like, when you like, <laughs> do so hard, you can actually feel it coming out of your ears almost. Yeah. 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 So, ugh, just imagine that taste and just big mouthful of it. Ugh. And then she just picks her ear up and eats it. And I love that. That's when the woman's like, "Okay, this is too much. I gotta go." <laughs> no, I think it was too much when she spit the earring out. Because that's yeah. like that's disgusting. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, look, old lady, spit that shit out into a fucking napkin. Have some fucking taste. Seriously. Yeah, 
You're not True. you're not cut out for this women's league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Improper. Yeah, that's not ladylike. Mm-mm. So then yeah, he walks the guy out to the door and he's like, Ah, sorry about her. You know, she I guess uh, uh she was a bit off because of the food. And and by the way, did it just seem like your mom was a bit off color today? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, because we go back into the kitchen where she's sitting on the floor in front of the refrigerator, just ram jamming raw meat into her mouth and but begging. But who among us? We've all been there. True, true. You had a you had a terrible dinner date, you know, oh, and you just cry over your raw meat as you're shoving it in your mouth. Yeah. I could cry a little bit longer for the cook. Let me tell you guys about <laughs> November 1st, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor just still dressed up like i don't know what were you what you were dressed up for this i'm assuming oh right? god teenage ones uh oh, it, wow. let's be okay honest, here we was, go yeah it was probably some kind of freddy thing i know i i had a glove and i had a mask so it was probably that but you know that classic like poor kid shit like i didn't have a sweater so i'm just wearing yeah. like a flannel yeah uh, one year I went as a hobo, which just a flat with some dirt smudge on my face. Oh, oh yeah, did you uh, you burn the cork and uh, <laughs> rub it on your face? <laughs> no, I just took the uh, the ashes out of the, the cigarette ashes out of the ashtray. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, you know this might actually be that year. I did one time in lieu of a sweater do President Freddy. What? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I wore like a, I wore like a you know I wore like a, a blue suit? suit with a red tie, you know, and uh, but I had a Freddy Krueger mask and the glove. Now was doing it the Richard Nixon suit, people. or uh, are we talking like a David Byrne suit? What kind of suit? Practically on me because I had to go down to like the Goodwill up the street and, and buy it. So <laughs> bear in mind, I'm a teenager and I have shit. So yeah. every suit's a David Byrne suit. I ain't got two fucks to rub together at the time. So and you did your best. You dressed up for the occasion. You brought him a good movie, and then look at you just. November 1st, just like uh, his mom, just eating raw meat in just front of the fridge. Right on the floor. Yeah. I'm going to do that after we record. Begging not to be taken away, too. <laughs> it was a bad episode. <laughs> yeah. I think that You'll was You'll get Tim. it next time, buddy. <laughs> I think that was how Tim was after Nightmare Sisters. Oh, yeah. boy. I don't remember <laughs> that episode. Either. Let's not talk about it. Okay, so then Pekina rushes in to say, hey, dude, there's a bunch of dark forces that are merging against you, and her dog runs upstairs. Oh, and I'm oh, like, no. oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to show restraint on this one. Oh, of course, of course. So then we go upstairs to check on the dog, and of course, Mom has just eaten the dog. Your mother right? ate my dog. It's a great line and a great reveal where she just has the tail sticking out of her mouth. Yeah, just a little bit of the fur of the tail sticking out, and they reach and they start pulling it out of her throat. And, like, and it's like a like a disgusting version of the handkerchief trick. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good, though. Like, they fucking nail the effect of it. Oh, it's so gross. And they have, you see her throat bulging as he's pulling like some of that carcass out. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Paquita goes, your mother ate my dog! And he looks up at her and goes, not all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and we pan over to the bed that's just covered in parts. Ugh, yeah. So then Mom pops up and, of course, tries to attack Paquita. But then, finally, Lionel, like, steps up a little bit, gets in between them, and tosses her ass down the stairs. <laughs> like you should. Yeah, throw Mama down the stairs. It's a rite of passage. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he tells Bikina, hey, go get a nurse. I think something's wrong. <laughs> no, <What>? you think? <laughs> okay. If you're Bikina, leave. Like, yeah. at this point, it's you fate. Can... What are you going to do? Ah, uh, Tim. No, I'm I'm done. <laughs> the, remember, I, I, I need a sound clip for this. The, the moment when Eddie is out of the movie. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Like, go get the nurse. All right, you tell the nurse, go, go over there. And then you just start looking into, like, opening Grandma, up your rooms. Grandma, you are a liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grandma, your cards are fucked up. Let's flush them down the toilet and move to some other European country. She, uh, yeah. <laughs> so close. Yeah. She, yeah, she, uh, she puts up with a lot and determination really... of being with him. I'm like, she's a fucking saint. She really does. But I mean, to be fair, compared to what he puts up with, <laughs> holy shit. Because the nurse gets back to the house and mom dies. The nurse is like, all right, look, man, I know you're a bitch ass, so we'll take care of everything because you mm -hmm. suck. We'll handle the <laughs> arrangements. It's cool. It's good bedside manner. Yeah. <laughs> she's so matter of fact when she tells him to, she's like, your mother's dead. She's dead. So we'll handle the arrangements. By the way, it's all going to be cool. Don't worry about it. And then mom pops up. Ugh. And fucking kills her ass. It's wild. She like jams her fingers into each of her cheeks uh -huh. from mm -hmm. behind. And is like pulling back on her face. Oh, and it looks so good. Like the use of the liquid latex with the fingers underneath of it and the snapping oh, the head back. Stomach churning. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. When, when the head snaps back like a Pez dispenser, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's man. got just that flap of skin hanging on. It's keeping and it the just head keeps attached paying to the body. off for the rest of the whole fucking movie, it does. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it, it so does. Because then. Paquita's like upstairs. He, he tells her like, "Hey, go up and pack shit for mom. She's not dead or whatever." Uh, and they're gonna handle the the travel and so he's like fighting with his mom and telling her like, "Okay, pack the stuff." And she's like, "Well, which toothbrush? Because there's a couple of toothbrushes." And he's like fighting with the mom. It's like, uh, the the green one. <laughs> it's pretty. No, great. She says the green one, right? Not him. Yeah, yeah. And finally, he KOs her with a vase, but that doesn't work. Then he like ducks out so the mom and the nurse are fighting each other. Good one. And yep, yep. But then he just rips a this ceramic. Is you two fingers up each one of their assholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you're going to finger your own That's right. <laughs> and, uh, instead of doing that, he flips her the bird because he pulls a ceramic bird <laughs> off of the wall <laughs> and ninja stars it right into the nurse's forehead. Which makes the head flop back again. Yeah. Yep. Oh, love it. So good. And then, yeah, it just ends up locking the nurse and the mom into the basement. Now we hear them banging on the basement door. So he's got it. They also have a lock on the outside of their basement door. Yeah. That's Why a... would you have a lock on the outside of any door in the house? Uh, on the outside? Well, well, if somebody breaks into the basement, which is probably easier to break into the basement than your front windows. You don't want them just being able to come upstairs and get access to your house, right? Uh, I guess that's true. Oh, I guess good... that's not totally out of the question. Okay, so good point, because I've got a garage, and there's a door that leads to the garage. And, and the you lock have a lock on the inside, I bet, right? Is on the inside, correct. Oh, that's uh -huh. true. I got one, too. 
So there you go, Candace. Well, fuck me then. God. Sorry I said anything. <laughs> but I don't know. Sweaty and pants. I'll tell you, though, given the, the history of the mom that we learned, there might be other deleterious reasons why. I was thinking that, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll do it for part one of Dead Alive. Uh, if you want to listen to part two, that's going to be coming out a little bit later this week. If you want to hear more of Bobby while you wait, all you have to do is check him out on the Grind Bin podcast, available on any of your pod catchers of choice. Uh, or if you want to hear more of us, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and subscribe to get our bonus episodes. See you later. <laughs>